First of all, I, <laughs> Reggie Whitley here, excited about week two of our, um, I guess you would call it right division series. It's really something that I've been working on and want to give you as much as I can, um, as quickly as I can over the course of these four weeks in January. So what we're going to do, of course, we talked about last week. If you didn't catch the podcast last week, go back to the um, episode of from last Monday and hear part one where we talked about three, the first three of the 12 areas of vision. This month, we're just focusing on writing the vision for our lives, being the uh, chief visionary of our lives, because it's so important to actually create vision, get a vision for your life, write it down or make a board, do whatever it takes to make a visual because we need to see things that that we have in our hearts, in our minds, in our spirits. And so it's just so important to not just try to remember it, not just think it up. We need constant reminders. So that's why I always encourage everyone to uh, get pen and paper at the least to write it down, or like I say, create a board, create some type of um, visuals. If you have to do it like a traditional vision board where you cut out um, magazine pictures or cut out articles online, just create something where you can see it throughout the year because we're writing vision for our entire year. Like I mentioned last week, we um, dealt with a personal level of vision. Our personal identity, our personal growth, our um, renewal and recreation, personal identity, because so many people base their identity on what they are able to do and the things that they accomplish instead of who they really are. So many people also base their identity on what other people want from them, need from them, have told them to act like, have told them to be like, instead of looking at who they really are, what is your core Who are you outside of who others have told you to be? And then personal growth. We discuss how we're no longer going to, quote, draw the lines. We're going to cross the lines based on a quote from Shonda Rhimes. We're not going to draw lines and say my growth is going to stop here. We're going to cross the boundaries that we've placed before ourselves, cross the boundaries that others have placed before us and grow Far beyond we ever imagined, we want to grow this year, grow mentally, grow educationally, grow in an area of professionality, whatever your profession is, whatever it is that you want to learn, we want to grow and discuss how we're going to grow. How do you see yourself growing? What will you do to have personal growth? And the last one from last week was um, recreation and renewal. How will you relax? How will you um, rejuvenate yourself, revive yourself? So many people think about, we're going to do this. We're going to accomplish this. We're going to build this. We're going to grow here. We're going to do this, that, and the third. But they don't think about how they're going to rest. A body that is never rested will break down. So an important part of vision is figuring out how in the world are we going to rest this year? Are we going to go on a vacation? Are we going to go on a staycation, a real one, where we turn our phones off and we get away from social media? We stop watching the news. We don't know what's going on. We're just going to focus on ourselves and just rejuvenate. How will we 
renew ourselves? What are things that we're going to add into our everyday lives or our every week lives or our every month lives? Are we going to start going to the gym for recreation? Are we going to start going to the basketball court for recreation? Are we going to start going to, I don't know, we have a virus, a pandemic going on, so I can't say certain things because then y'all say I'm promoting it during a pandemic, but what are you going to do for recreation? Because we have to rest if it's nothing but resting our minds. And so those are the three things that we spoke about last week. This week, we have three more things, and I'm really excited to just jump right in. So the first thing is spiritual growth. How will we grow spiritually? What steps will we take in order to live more authentically? How will we give back? Do you know that giving back is a spiritual act? That is spiritual growth. How will you give back? How will you give into the poor? How will you give into the needy? Um, what? How will you set aside time for spiritual growth? Are you going to set aside a day per week? Are you going to set aside a certain hour per day? Um, how are you going to dedicate time for your spiritual growth and development? Um, even how are you going to schedule um, time for uplifting? You know, a lot of the times we think that going to church is the only way to have spiritual growth. I feel that generation after generation have failed in life because they feel that that's the only way that they can have spiritual growth. I don't care if you get mad. Um, listen, I don't know what this podcast is going to be like today, but I'm ready for you today. I, you know, so many people feel like that's the only way to grow spiritually. You can pull out your Bible at home. You can pull out a book at home. You can watch. I mean, this is the era of technology. I actually stopped at one of my favorite. Oh, y'all know last season. Y'all know I told y'all I don't. I said all the time I don't. Oh, I don't like to call preachers names because preachers. It ain't many good ones. Okay, it just ain't many good ones still out here. And thank God for the good ones. And I don't be liking to 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 talk about them because you know. We have some that have fallen, and I don't want to get y'all, but I I think that this one is safe. I've mentioned her before. Um, Sarah Jakes Roberts, I literally stopped a, I was just about to watch um, her latest sermon. I stopped just so I can do this podcast, but for me, that's a method of spiritual growth. I love to watch certain sermons. I love to watch certain people um, that get me stirred, that make me feel like I'm rebuilding or or adding on to that that I already have. We have to find time for spiritual growth. Speaking of Sarah, her dad once said, God will give you anything as long as you understand that he is the primary and not the secondary. That's why this is so important to have a vision for your spiritual growth. Spiritual growth is getting in alignment and getting closer and building your relationship with God. I don't know what your religion is. I'm a Christian. So building your relationship with God and growing. Growing is more than reading the Bible, but it starts there. That's one of the main areas. You can read your Bible. Like I mentioned before, you can read books. Um, You can give to the poor. You can help somebody out. You can do charitable work. 
things that the Bible talks about and which it talks about all of those things, plus so much more. There's so much spiritual education, more than just education. One of the things that I think a lot of people have is spiritual constipation. You have so much um, spiritual education. You go to church all these years, Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday after Wednesday, um, revival after revival, conference after conference, and it's just built and built and it's packed and packed and packed. And all of a sudden, you're just stocked up with all of this stuff. Spiritual growth is not just receiving, it is also the doing. It is also acting out those things that you've learned, acting out those things that you've read. How in the world will you grow spiritually this year? In order to grow spiritually this year, of course, one of the benefits of it is you will get so much added unto you. If our goal is not just to make the money, just to to get the wealth and get the houses and get the cars and things like that, but if we put our focus on building our relationship with God and growing spiritually, all those things will be added unto you. Because even Matthew 6 and 13 says, but seek ye first huh? the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. It's literally scriptural. When you seek him first, when you seek righteousness first, all of this is spiritual growth. You will get all of those things. It'll come. But one of the main things that we have to get a vision for for this year, how will we grow? That means a lot of you see. I said this was going to be a short podcast. Did you see how fast I got started? I just jumped right in. Um, and I wasn't even trying to go down this road. That means a lot of you need to come out from where you are. You haven't been getting fed forever. You need to come out from where you are. You need to be disassociated with some of the people that you've been associated with. If you're not growing, if they're not teaching you righteousness, if you don't feel like you're getting fed, why are you still connected to it? That's why this year is the year. Don't think, I mean, like, we hate that everything got shut down, right? But it works out for everything, works together for the good of him who loved the Lord. That's what the Bible says. That's what scripture says in the call according to his purpose. But the thing is, one of the benefits of it is you don't even have to be, you have had time to reevaluate. Is this where I need to be? I've been here for so long. Is this where I need to be? Am I comfortable here? Am I growing here? This is supposed to be a hospital. Now I'm talking about your church, if you didn't know it. This is supposed to be a hospital. Am I getting fed? Am I getting healed? Am I getting delivered? Am I getting freed, filled? What is happening? Is this where I need to be? If not, everybody is online. <laughs> I mean, literally, almost everybody's church services are on Facebook. You can literally say, you know what? I feel like I'm not getting what I need from this church. It's not having itchy ears because that's what the people try to make you think. See, I'm not going to go into it because I'm going to get mad. I feel it because these people be using these scriptures to get y'all to stay in their church. And it's manipulation. It's witchcraft. And it's time out for it. And somebody needs to call them out. And I've been doing it for a while. And y'all just so foolish. Some of y'all still there. But it's time for you to say. This isn't where I need to be because I'm not growing spiritually here. This is the perfect year for you to get connected to a place 
to get connected, even if not to a place to the source, because many people have looked at the place as the key primary thing that's going to grow them spiritually. When God is saying, I want you to get connected to me, not to the place. So that you can grow spiritually. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. Number two for today, number five overall is career. What is the vision that you have for your career, for your job, for your business? What is it that you see for that? Where do you see you being by the end of this year? January 31st, are you going to have a promotion? Are you going to be in a new position in the same company? Are you going to be with a new job or a new career? Or will you be on the path to a new career path? Perhaps what you want to do isn't even along the path that you're on. Where is it that you see yourself going career-wise? Some of you may even say, I don't even want to have a career by the end of this year. I want to be an entrepreneur full-time. It's literally possible. Where do you see yourself being by December 31st, 2021? Dr. Rob Schuler once said, what would you attempt to do if you knew you would never fail? So I ask that of you. What would you attempt to do if you knew you would never fail? Imagine a world where failure was just not an option. Failure was just the furthest thing from what was possible for you. You could do whatever it is career-wise and you would not fail. The first thing that came in your mind, I want you to write it down or, or take a note of it, whatever it is that you're doing, and say, this is where I want to be. Now, is that accomplishable by December 31st, 2021? Because remember, we're being realistic with these visions, right? You know, you can't work at McDonald's be a, being a fry cook and saying that you want to work your way up to be the CEO of McDonald's. They're not even looking for a new CEO right now. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a fry cook. I don't want nobody to think I'm down in any McDonald's workers because Lord knows I'm not. I'm, matter of fact, I'm going there when I get finished with this recording. So hands lifted. Thank God for McDonald's workers, especially. The ones that put those cookies together. But you can't, you, it's not realistic. Now, of course, God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh within. But let's be realistic now. So, if you, what you expect, if you knew that failure was never an option, the thing that you would try to do, if it's just something that'll take you five years, I'm not even saying that it has to take you five. If it's something that took other people five, I believe in a quantum leap. And a quantum leap is doing things, more things in less time. So what took others, I say it all the time, what took others a year would take me a month. What took others a month would take me a week. What took others a week would take me a day. What took others a day, I'll do it in minutes. That's a quantum leap. So I, I speak it over my life. So I'm not saying that it will have to take you the entire five years. I'm just saying, let's make sure that we're being real because a quantum leap is realistic. But if what you expect to do, if the thing that you could do, if you would never fail, would take you 10 years, don't say you're going to get there by the end of this year. 
But what you can do is say, I'm going to implement these steps throughout the year. And by the end of this year, this is where I want to be in reaching that goal, in accomplishing that which I see myself being. Might not get to the finish line by the end of this year, but I'll be done with phases one and two by the end of this year. Because I can't fail. Let's start getting that mindset. Let's live a life of just failure is impossible. If I fail, I wasn't supposed to succeed because there's something greater. If I fail, it wasn't really failure. That's just how they look at it. We don't care how they look at things. But I know that what they see as failure is really growing me and teaching me. I learned a lesson in what they called failure. Where is it that you want to see yourself by the end of this year career-wise? I want you to put it down because you can't fail. We're going to be like Nike. Just do it. We're just going to do it and we're going to implement a plan. We're going to get what we see by the end of this year and we're going to say this month I do this, this month I do that, that month I do this. And should I follow all these steps, I will reach my vision for my career for my business, for my what my employment status by December the 31st. Thought I was through with that point, but then I hit the record button again because I have a little bit more to say. The thing is, what many people do is they put a lid. You remember last week, I mentioned it earlier in this podcast too, drawing the line. They draw a line because they say, well, I can't reach this goal in my career. Or I can't reach this goal in my business because I don't have the finances, or because I don't have the energy, because I don't have the time, because I don't have the education. These are lines that we're drawing in the sand. We're going to erase those lines, and we're going to cross them. We're going to go beyond where we drew that line, because we're not drawing lines for ourselves, even in the area of career, in no area, but even in the area of career. You want to do something because, uh, uh, but, but you're scared to do it because you don't have the money or you feel like you're not able to do it, figure out a way. Still put it down by December 31st. This is what I want to do. I want to have this business started. Mm, let me do some research here in January. It'll take an estimated amount of this to reach that goal in my career, in my business, whatever. Figure out how you're going to get it. Well, I work a little part-time job. Get a side hustle. You ain't even got to get a side job. Do you not see all these people out here? With Don't don't get me started on Shalandra Banks. That's my mama. I, I don't even know what, I mean, I just be trying to figure it out. I'm just waiting on her to start going out here and building houses. Okay? Because she's the queen of side hustles. I don't even be knowing. I don't be able to keep up with it no more. So you don't have an excuse. You can get a side hustle and make the money. You can get you a part-time job. If you don't have a hustling, you just get you a part-time job. So it's okay. Get your part-time job, make some extra money. Reach out to some people. Well, I don't want to go in debt. You might have to get a loan. Who knows? You might have to reach out to some investors. Who knows? Stop drawing the line. Erase that line and cross over where it was. Well, I don't have the education. I'm not qualified. Do you not know? I mentioned it somewhere. I don't even know if it was. I talk so much. I don't know if it was on a podcast, on the club. I don't know where I was. The club house. Let me make sure I said that old word. 
because I don't need nobody going out there saying I got proof he go to the club. Went before. Oh, did y'all hear that? I hope y'all can't hear my, my computer dinging with a text message. Um, went to the club because I had to do photography. A family member actually rented the club out, you know, fancy. Asked me to do pictures for their uh, wedding reception. I saw at that moment. Because although they rented it out, it was still just like the club. I knew then it wasn't for me. <laughs> so you one thing you ain't never got to worry about is Reginald L. Whitley Jr. going to anybody's club. Not, I ain't even a photographer no more. Somebody stole my camera. To God be the glory. I was so happy. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know why I was saying it. I, I was talking about it somewhere. But I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway. Y'all got me sidetracked. Y'all got me like y'all here. Y'all are my audience. <laughs> anyway, you never know. You might have to get a loan. You might have to work on your credit to get the loan to do it. You might have to reach out to an investor. That's where I was going to say something about. Because all you have to do is just reach out. You never know. I just got through talking to someone. And she said, you always have to remember, you got to open your mouth and say something. Because I've been trying to have a meeting with a joker for quite some time. And I hadn't been able to reach out to him. Hadn't been able to get a response. And she said, well, I have meetings with him all the time. How about I get your meeting set up? You never, you got to use your resources. You don't have the education? Sign up for some classes online. They don't have to be full-blown college. Colleges, and I was going to say that too. Colleges, I may have mentioned on here. I may have mentioned it somewhere else. But they have. Um, a lot of these colleges have set it up to where you can take classes online, pay a small, you can do it for free, but if you want to get the certificate, pay a fee, pay a little fee, take a course, take it at your own pace, get certified. There's no such thing as a line being drawn with boundaries unless you draw the line. Even when others draw the line, you don't have to accept it. The thing, and I'm going to move on to number three because we're about to end already. One of the greatest lessons that I've learned, and I've said this before, I will never, ever, ever, ever forget. I used to come home, Oprah Winfrey, the Oprah Winfrey show used to come on at four o'clock every day, Monday through Friday. And I used to um, get out of school and normally it was my mama who picked me up and she would take me to my grandma's house, my grandparents' house. And... Four o'clock on the dot, there was that that big O coming across the screen because it was the Oprah Winfrey show time in the living room. And every day I would watch Oprah. I would never forget season 25. I still watch her to this day. Um, I never forget season 25 when she brought Iyanla back to the show. I remember the Friday before it happened and they announced it and they were like, next week. Tune in because for the first time in however many years, um, Iyanla and Oprah are sitting down to discuss, to have a discussion and um, another commercial. Ooh, don't forget next week, Iyanla's coming back to the Oprah Winfrey show for the first time in years. And it was such a big thing. And I didn't know who this Iyanla woman was. I had never heard of her. And I was like, I definitely want to see it because why are they making such a big deal? I will never forget when Iyanla sat there and Oprah was saying, well, she was saying, you know, I didn't think that you liked me. And she did a little pout with her lips all down. And she, I didn't think you liked me. And Oprah said, 
you know, I don't accept that. I don't accept that. Where where I was in with myself, I would get off the stage. I would let you have the stage. I don't accept that. And and Ian, of course, went on to explain. You know, um, I thought you wanted to work. I didn't think you wanted me. You have to understand. I didn't see it. I didn't know what that was and all that stuff. But the thing that I learned the most that that has just traveled with me all my life is that I don't have to accept what anyone says about me. Here we are on this huge platform, millions of people watching. This woman says something to Oprah and Oprah literally just decided, hmm, well, I don't even accept it. And I never knew that I didn't have to accept what other people said. So those boundaries that others have met, you literally don't have to accept it. Where you're not qualified for this, you don't have to accept it. Where you're not good enough to rise to the top of this company, you literally don't have to accept it. Where do you see yourself being December 31st? Come up with the plan. Now, we're not saying that, you know, you don't have to do a little bit of work. You have to do a little bit of work. You got to do the work to get there. But you can reach that goal. What would you do if you knew that there was no such thing? What would you attempt to do if you knew you would never fail if failure wasn't on the table? That's what I want you to write down. Number three, financial stability. Of course, this is one of the first things that people run to um, when they're talking about their vision, their vision boards, their vision for their new year. It's their finances, their money, that bank account, that savings account, what they want their savings account to look like. And I didn't think that it was important enough to put at the top of the list. I didn't think it was important enough because until you have, you know, personal development and until you have um, personal growth and know who you are and figure out how are you going to relax your mind and rejuvenate yourself. And until you figure out your spiritual growth and determine that you need to put your main focus on um, growing spiritually and put your main focus on God, not the things and until you figure out what it is that you would like to do, you won't really know. It won't really be beneficial for you to even look at your finances, in my opinion. A lot of people like to make it first, but it's really not one of the first things that should be looked at. But we've gotten to it now, so I know some of y'all are excited. Um, financial stability. Susie, what is her name? Susie Orman, she once said, um, a big part of financial freedom is having your heart and mind free from worry about the what ifs of life. Isn't that what we all should desire? Even if we, we are, those who aren't there, I would say, those who aren't there, that's the big thing that we should desire. And I believe it or not, millionaires and billionaires still have this this worry the worry about the what ifs what if this collapses what if my job closes what if i don't know i get a lawsuit what if i don't know what if <laughs> what if, for some people it's as simple as what if 
Matar, I run over a nail and Matar gets on a flat. Because I'm trying to think of real big stuff, but for many, it's the small what ifs. What if my dishwasher breaks down? What if the plumbing needs to be fixed? What if the roof has a leak? What if a storm comes through? What if? Financial stability should be something that we look at because we shouldn't have to worry about the what ifs. Financial stability is more than just saying, I want the cars. I want the money. I want the house. It's more than just I want, I want, I want. Financial stability should be getting a goal, getting a vision of having a stable life, not having the stuff. So many people I had to learn, I forgot the guy's name, but I had to learn on a video on Facebook that just because you get a raise in your pay doesn't mean that you should up your phone plan. You know, so many people, they say, well, you know, I make more money now, so now I can do this. Well, I got a 10% raise on my job, so hmm, I think I can afford to trade this car in and get a new car with a hundred more dollar note because I can afford it. Hmm, yeah, you can afford it. But if that car that you had was doing you fine, why upgrade when you don't need to? Or even small things like, well, you know what? <laughs> I got an extra 25 cents on the hour, which is great. So what I'm going to do is when I go to the store, I don't know why McDonald's is in my spirit. Yes, because I'm getting ready to go there. When I go to McDonald's, I'm not going to get the small. I'm not going to order off the dollar menu. I'm going to order a number two. I don't even know what that is. Is that the two sandwiches? That's too cheap. I'm going to order the number four. If I'm not mistaken, the number four is a buttermilk crispy chicken sandwich. Might be wrong, but I'm going to order the number four. But before, when you didn't have that 25 cent raise, you were satisfied with your dollar menu items. Let's have financial stability, not so that we can up our expenses. That's not the goal because that's not financial stability. When you get more money, it's good to want more money, but that doesn't mean you have to increase your expenses. So we have to figure out what is it that we're going to do to increase our income while keeping our expenses at a minimum. Doesn't mean you have to live the life of a minimalist, although, sidebar, I really, I'm close, y'all. I feel like I'm pretty close to living the life of a minimalist. I've gotten to the point now where when I go out, it's very rare that I go out, by the way. But if I go out anywhere, I'm alternating between two hoodies. They're black. Some jeans. I have bukus of jeans. I probably wear maybe two, really one pair of jeans when I go out. The same one pair of shoes. I'm really close to being a man. Like, I don't need all the extras. I don't need the big fanciness of it all. I'm not trying to impress and all that stuff. So. Anyway, we're coming back out of our sidebar. Commercial break is over. What is it that we're going to do to make sure that our expenses, we don't have to live the life of a minimalist, wearing the same thing, eating the bare minimum with very little to have, you know, although it's good if you can, but I'm not saying you have to do that. We're just not trying to increase our expenses because when you do, that throws off the stability. So 
Let's answer these questions. What are your immediate and long distance financial needs and goals? If you're not making enough, what are you going to do to make enough by the end of this year? If you're living paycheck to paycheck, what are you going to do between now and December 31st? Because again, we're only looking at this year for right now. So what are you going to do between now and the 31st of December on of 2021 to make sure you're no longer living paycheck to paycheck? Are you going to find a new job? That's we're going back to career. They tie in if you hadn't noticed. Are we going to find a new job, new career path? Are we going to get some new certifications so that we can we can try something new to get an advance? Are we going to um, start a sad business, a sad hustle? What are we going to do to meet and satisfy those needs? It's not normal. Even if it is normal, it's not okay to live paycheck to paycheck. So what are we going to do to break that? To not have just the bare minimum. What are our financial goals? Your needs are the things that you have to have. You have to have your rent or your mortgage paid, right? Because you have to live somewhere. So what are you going to do? To make sure that those needs are taken care of. What are you going to do to make sure that your needs for groceries are taken care of? But what are your financial goals? Those aren't really needs, but those are goals. My goal financially is to have this amount in the savings account. Because I don't want to have to worry about the what-ifs of life. So I'm going to have some money in my savings account just in case the what-if happens. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to stumble. I don't have to worry. I don't have to fret. I don't have to cry. I have a savings account. What are you going to do to have a workable budget? If you don't have one already, you should have a budget. You shouldn't just go out and spend whatever. <laughs> Even if you have the money, you have the ability to go out and go to whatever. Maybe it's just because I don't really go nowhere. I don't really... I don't like malls because even before COVID, I didn't like being around people and stuff. But I guess that's why I'm thinking about a restaurant. Just because you can afford to go to this particular restaurant, is that in your budget? You should still create a workable budget. Revise it as you go along. Don't revise it to say, well, I make more money now, so let me make my budget a little more. No. Create a budget to where you can be comfortable. So one of the things that I do is I have three bank accounts. I have one that's just my regular checking account. I have one other checking account. I have a savings account. So my savings account, I just put money in there to just save it. My second checking account, I actually have it to pay all of my bills. So all of the bills that I have, that money goes into that one account. And what is left over is in my regular checking account. So that is one of the ways that I budget. So that's, I mean, checking accounts, one of them is free, one of them is $5 a month. So that's not, you know, it's just $5 a month. So that is that is a good idea for other people to have. When you know you have your bills coming in, get a second checking account and have all your bills coming from there. That way you know what you have. You are never, like I would never overspend. Because all of my money is in this one checking account that I need for my bills. Whatever's left over, I know that I can have that. Because I've already put money in savings and I already have my money set aside for 
bill. So that's the one way that you can create a budget. Do you have a retirement plan? What does that look like for you? I know we're just talking about 2021, but you can start this year preparing for your retirement. Do you have a savings plan? Do you have an investment plan? What is that going to look like this year? Are you going to start one this year? Are you going to start your savings account this year? There are some people who aren't able to start a savings account this year. We're focusing more so on um, making sure that the needs are met and making sure that we have a budget. That's fine. But for those of us who are able, what are your plans for investing? What are your plans for saving? So we have to make sure that we have a vision for financial stability. Something that's stable isn't shaking. You know, when when storms come, buildings don't move typically, not not good sturdy buildings. There are some things that come, hurry, uh, tornadoes that come, and they come and they tear up everything, but that one building is still standing there because it was built to be stable. So we have to have a financially stable life. Between now and the end of this year, that's what your vision, what is your vision for it? What does that look like for you? So that no matter what storm comes, no matter what, what if of life comes, your finances will still be stable. So that's the, that's the three. That's the three for this week. Went a little longer than I expected, almost as long as I did last week. I'm really... Really shocked, <laughs> but again, so we have up until now we have six, so that means we're half done. Again, we have your personal identity, personal growth, recreation, and renewal. And then this week we got to the um spiritual growth, career, and your financial stability. Next week we'll have three more. I really want you to take these seriously. I really want you to sit down. Give it some thought. Again, vision is one of the most powerful tools and it's really a weapon. Um, it's the most powerful weapon that you have in your life. When you can see it, it will become way more accomplishable. That's why I want you to create a visual. Again, even if it's just writing it down and keeping it someplace where you can go back and reference it later. What is it that you're going to work on? to accomplish 2021 can be the greatest year of your life i don't care if you're 10 i don't care if you're 30 i don't care if you're 70 i don't care if you're 100 if you get a vision for this year it can be the greatest year of your life so that's why we're looking at vision come back next week we'll have three more and then we'll have the finale the week after that